0: What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Easy Way or the Hard Way podcast,
1: where we teach you everything we're learning about life that school never taught you.
0: Happiness, financial freedom, and healthy relationships are what we all want.
1: So listen close, because we're here to give you tips on living life the easy way, so you can avoid the hard way.
0: I'm Colin, the male half of this podcast.
1: And I'm Bianca, the female half of this podcast.
0: What is up, guys? And welcome back to the podcast. It is episode 15. And today, we are talking about life outside of college, beginning adulthood, and what Bianca likes to call the...
1: Early 20s life crisis.
0: Yeah, that's what we're talking about today. It's going to get pretty interesting, because... Me and Bianca have been going through kind of a stressful patch lately, just like in general with everything, not just like relationship wise, but like literally life has just been hectic. And I think that's kind of what's inspired this episode is there's been so much going on all over the place with family, with taxes, with car payments, with so many different things. And it's all just craziness. And it's caused us to get, like, super stressed out lately. And we're, like, at the point where we, like, had some talks lately and we were just like, we just need to, like, start putting our happiness first again because we kind of have, like, let it go and kind of let ourselves get a little out of whack. So, yeah, we want to kind of talk about all that and all that jazz.
1: (laughs) All that jazz. All that jazz. I think, yeah, well, I think what I was just about to say was something we wanted to cover, but... Um, I do think we should just kind of give you guys some life updates. So, um, last podcast you heard was with my best friend Haven. So Haven left and then uh, we've just been running around all over the place. We still don't have a wedding venue. We have a wedding planner, but we don't have a wedding venue. We'll work on that. Um, so that's just been like adding to the stress, especially because when you get engaged, people, seriously, this is not a joke. It's when's the wedding, when's the wedding, when's the wedding. And I'm like, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just so – It's and then I want to give them an answer and that makes me want to give them an answer like even more so then that's stressful. And I also would like to know what day Colin and I get married. Like that would be nice. And so that's been stressful and I just really want to figure that out. And then doing taxes when you have so many multiple sources of income is stressful and tax write-offs when you work for yourself. So that's very stressful. And then figuring out if now's a good time for us to actually like plan on moving to Nashville towards the end of this year or not since we're getting married, since we want to get a puppy and like what's the best, um, T minus like a a little over a month until my baby sister is born. So it'll be towards the end of April when she is here. When she's <laughs> In brought our into this world. <laughs> so, like, that's crazy. And then part of it is, like, stressful because I really want to, like, move and experience something new. And then – um I also don't want to, like, move six hours away from her and, like, miss some really cool things of her growing up because, like, my – I just keep calling them my step-siblings because I'm sure my dad and Tara will get married one day. But, like, my step-siblings are going to get to be so much more part of her life. So that's more stressful. I'm just kind of venting right now. Excuse me. And (laughs) then – um. So then Colin and I were talking about like the whole move and how we needed to be saving money. And when we do move, Colin has like started his company here and he has clients here. So then he's going to have to like rebuild himself up from the ground. And so we've been talking about that and how maybe it's smarter to stay here for a year and it just makes more sense. Plus we'll be here and still live here after we get married so we can settle in being married and then move and like have a dog and it's just like all at once and plus I think something big that you don't realize is how many bills you have to pay after you graduate yeah so well
0: I think um what we can talk about is like just getting out of school um I know at least for the both of us was like a stress reliever more than it was for most people I feel like Mm -hmm. just because we were both so ready to be back at home, but also be back with each other, like, all the time.
1: Yeah, I feel like you're either super ready to, like, leave school or you're super ready to not leave. Yeah. You know? We
0: both were in the position where we were super ready to leave and um, still glad, very, very glad that I'm not in school right now. Like, definitely wouldn't want to be back in school. Mm -hmm. Um, But it, like, it's just the fact that being in college and you're, like, in this environment where you can just kind of like do as you please and kind of like go with the flow more so than you get out in the real world and you have all these responsibilities all of a sudden and it can become super overwhelming at times just because you're not used to it and you're having to adapt to it Um but I mean I don't know I think like being on our own now
1: it's just a whole learning experience yeah it
0: is it's like a really big learning experience and we don't need like I feel like this po- this podcast, we're, like, seeming really down right now. But, like, I don't want it to come across as, like, negative or anything. We're just trying to, like, be real about the current situation. But then but also I talk actually, about.
1: I like, really feel like I'm going through an early 20s life crisis. Yeah. And I'll be 23 in almost a month. Um, So I'm in my early 20s. And Colin's 23, too. Just in case you guys don't know, like, our ages. We would, are in our early 20s.
0: What would you describe as the early 20s? crisis, Bianca?
1: I would describe it as not knowing what you want to do with your future, realizing you have a bunch of bills to pay, having, like, six different life plans, and then trying to incorporate them all into one plan, and then knowing that that plan might not actually work, and then having backup plans, and then trying to, like, plan your life out, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but also... At the same time, trying to figure out what needs to be done first and then also what's going to be the smartest path to take and also what to tell your loved ones when they're like, so what are you doing? What's your plan? What, mm-hmm. like, What's going to happen? Because they all think that you have to have your life figured out. And I just don't think that.
0: Well, that's probably the biggest thing is just juggling all these things that have to do with your future and then juggling all of that with all the stuff we were already talking about and Mm -hmm. how everyone expects you to have everything figured out. And we both are huge Gary V fans. Talk about it all the time, I feel like, on a lot of the pods, but Gary V always says that you don't have to have everything figured out. And so many people get so overworked and so overstressed because they're worried they don't have everything figured out. And we're not even a year out of school. And it's just like We're in that position and we're trying to – I try every day just like, not stress out, just like, not stress about that kind of stuff because I think that, like, patience is so important and we're going to get to our goals that we want, except it's just going to take a lot of time and we just have to keep putting in the work every day to get there. But it is really Mm -hmm. challenging because me and Bianca have tons of ideas all the time.
1: I come up with a new life goal, like, every day. Yeah.
0: And I think that's one thing that can – be really hard because then it's about having your energy like everyone has a certain amount of energy and you can only spread it so far and if you put it into too many if you put your eggs into too many baskets then you're going to be spread so thin, thin and not be able to put all the effort you want into something and it, that and then that sucks even more and then that can make you really upset so Mm -hmm. i think one of the things though too like since we're talking about all this is that even us we need to keep our circles tight in terms of what we're like pursuing and like what we're putting our energy into and i think we do like a pretty good job at that Mm -hmm. even though we have all these ideas Mm -hmm. you know
1: i also think part of the early 20s life crisis is realizing that like your friends that you used to be around all the time are not around. Like having Haven and Lauren come visit both in like a span of two weeks, Mm -hmm. it kind of made me sad because I'm so used to being around them and I love them so much. And like doing long-distance friendships, it just really sucks, you know? When like I used to go work out with them or go eat dinner with them and they're just like my people and I – don't have that luxury of being with my friends anymore, which, I mean, I get to hang out with Colin all the time, so that's still really fun. But it is also fun to, like, have the girl time. And it's it just in, like, short period time frames. Like, I saw Haven for three days, and I saw Lauren for a couple hours, you know? And so um I'm seeing Sarah Ellen this Friday, and my friends Kara and Maddie this Friday too. But it's just, like, it's just different and adjusting, and then it just is another thing to deal with, you know? Yeah. It just adds to the crisis Mm -hmm. of like, oh, I miss my friends.
0: Yeah. I think one thing that we really haven't talked about on the podcast specifically, but that me and Bianca like have gone through now because we're having to live with each other and like that can come with a lot of adjustments because even though me and Bianca love each other very much and are trying to build a really successful and happy relationship, there's always times where one of us, is upset or really stressed out or things like that and it we talk a lot about managing emotions and a lot of the time it can be hard when you're living with someone uh to manage your emotions because if you both aren't constantly trying to keep your emotions in check and um like exercising with your emotions like every morning like with Um, the mental health routine and stuff like that. Like if we're not doing that, then it can cause friction between each of us. So I think one thing to think about with being in a relationship is that you can't let go of that stuff. And I feel like a lot of people expect other people to fill voids and you have to constantly be filling your own void in a way in order to have success and in order to have what you see as a good relationship. You can't just let go of things and get comfortable. And that's something me and Bianca talked about recently is that we like got really comfortable and and just not only in our relationship, but just in like what was going on recently because we've been so spread out with so many things and got off of all our routines and it just completely threw us off like crazy. Mm -hmm. And it had our emotions so thrown off too because we were just, haven't been taking care of ourselves the way we used to be. And we're pretty much like on path for recorrecting and getting back on track right now and that's kind of like where we're at
1: yeah and I think that before we go and break it into like specific topics I feel like this is still kind of like a life update for us in our situation and our mental state of our early 20s life crisis but we just kind of had to have a sit down come to the relationship gods meeting Mm -hmm. (laughs) and we're like, okay, we are way off our path Mm -hmm. and we need to subconsciously both put a hundred percent effort into getting us back on the path. Mm -hmm. And like, that doesn't mean like Colin and my relationship was terrible or anything like that, but it wasn't, we have high expectations for our relationship and we Mm -hmm. weren't meeting those expectations over the past couple weeks. And like Colin said, I feel like it's just because we got comfortable, but, um, I don't know, if we don't have those sit-down meetings, then it could go really like spiral off path and get even like worse and worse and then people start resenting each other and that's how you develop really, really bad habits in your relationships. And so I'm very thankful for the fact that we can both like catch that and sit down and have a mature uh, talk about it. And then realize like we are so off our path. Like what do we need to do to get back on? And we've formed like a game plan basically.
0: Yeah. And that's something that if you're in a relationship, you can definitely take away and implement if you ever get to that point where not even like Bianca said, it's not that you're at a point where like things are like catastrophic, but just at a point where. Um, I don't know, you might be feeling upset and Mm -hmm. just like literally talking to your partner about why you're upset, talking about like things that you might need.
1: Or you're not feeling like yourself. Mm -hmm. But you could also do this if you're not in a relationship and you just have to have like a meeting with yourself, like a soul searching day where you just put your phone away Mm -hmm. and write down things that make you happy and then make sure you're doing those things.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because that's the thing we kind of had to have Mm -hmm. an update with what we both need to make you make each of us happy and then like things that we need to get back on track doing to make us both happy, like together. And I think that's super important. And if you're unhappy right now and you're listening to this, it could be important too. like, if you feel like you can't talk to yourself then like talk to a parent or talk to a friend or someone mm-hmm. that you trust, you know, and like talk to them about stuff that's going on because I feel like that's one thing too, that a lot of people, forget is that everyone goes through ups and downs and Mm -hmm. that's just life that's being a human being and having emotions you are you cannot always be at the pinnacle of where we all want to be where everything's just great it it, like always is like a roller coaster it's just up and down and up and down um so just don't ever get to the point where you're self-hating because Mm -hmm. of that you have to understand and forgive yourself and just be willing to keep pushing forward and keep moving back up to that good spot again yeah um
1: so do you want to start breaking out our categories of our life yeah
0: so first thing we kind of touched on already um it's okay to take your time and that can be with everything that doesn't even have to be specific to like one thing at all like it can be taking your time with relationships it can be taking your time with um whatever you're doing like it doesn't even have to be career but that's kind of what me and Bianca are mostly talking about when we say take your time and it's okay to because we were we we get it's so easy to get stressed out about where you are now and where you want to be mm-hmm. and realizing you're not there yet mm-hmm and that
1: especially when you see other people who are
0: mm-hmm. well that's another thing too we were talking about before in like a different podcast is like FOMO or yeah just being jealous because other people are where you already want to be but you just have to understand that everybody's life is different it's just like how we're all born in different families we're all born in different areas um, and realizing that it's not because you're inadequate it's because you are just dealt with different circumstances. And And, those circumstances mean it just might take you a little longer. It might take you on a different path. You might meet somebody and then that person might like help you meet another person. Mm -hmm. And then like that could help kick your career forward more. Like it's just, you never know what's going to happen. And it's just about, I don't know. What do you think?
1: Well, you don't want to be like, them anyway like yeah. don't you want to be your own person and don't you want to do your own thing mm-hmm. and like i wouldn't want to be exactly like somebody else am i super jealous of other people who have accomplished big goals that i would like to accomplish absolutely might as well not deny it <laughs> but also like i want to do it in my own way in my time frame that's meant for me yeah and i realize that but to say like it's sometimes it's okay to i think
0: it's okay to recognize recognize yeah. That you might be jealous about something, but then moving forward, it's just about working on trying, trying to recorrect that and trying not to be jealous because it, we all get that way. Mm-hmm. Like we all experience those feelings and those thoughts and those emotions, and it's okay. But you just have to move forward, knowing it's okay to be myself and it's okay for me to for me to be all right with where I'm at right now. Yeah, and not that doesn't mean you need to like be content and just not do anything, but being content with where you are and knowing that you're working to get where you wanna be, mm-hmm. that's a good feeling. And you should be proud of yourself just for knowing that you're working hard to get where you wanna go. Mm-hmm. And if you're doing that, then you have no reason to be upset. And that's just something that's really important to remember mm-hmm. because we, I embrace patience as much as I possibly can. And I think that's another reason why the morning routines are so important is because I always take time to just think about where I'm at and like remind myself that I like, I am working hard to like get where I want to be. And um, just remind yourself of all that you've already accomplished and stuff like that. And all the good things you have, because then you're not going to be so focused on the other things.
1: Is anyone else in Aries and super impatient? (laughs) That's just like a quality of us. And I've read it everywhere. And my parents have been telling me to be patient since I could speak. Yeah. I struggle so hard with patience. Yeah. I try so hard to be better. And I, it's just like, it is a habit I've had for almost 23 years of
0: my life. Yeah.
1: That's going to be, a, it's hard to break. Yeah. I'm going to have to break it before we have kids.
0: Well, I think too, like being an adult, you start to, I think one of the coolest things, and this isn't to say that Bianca's bad or anything like that. I'm Terrible. Just, I'm, I just mean that one of the things that you start to realize when you're an adult and you like start to be more emotionally mature and just starting to understand emotions more is like everyone has um issues. And I don't mean that like issues in like a bad way. I mean, like everyone is born with flaws and like everyone has things that they need to work on. And like, mm-hmm. I have tons of stuff I need to work on all the time. And like, I try to put my, like some of my energy into that as well, like every day. And like, we all have things like whether it's like patience or like trying to manage anger, or it's um, trying to be more organized or, you know what what I mean? Like there's so many things, like everyone struggles with something. Or if it's jealousy or like lack of confidence in yourself, like there's so many things. And if you feel a certain way and you recognize that, you need to also realize that everyone else has those issues. Like insecurities and stuff like that are something that like everyone has. And not even just insecurities, but, like, it it could be anything.
1: But there's also, like, things that you could always be working on. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, yeah, that's the point, though. But it's, like, it's it's important to work on yourself and always try and be the best version that you can be of yourself. But also, Mm -hmm. you need to realize that everyone has the same thing going on. Like, no one's perfect. No Mm -hmm. one is better than anyone else. Like, we all are the same in that regard. Yeah. And that's something to always remind yourself and always be willing to forgive yourself if you feel bad about something like just forgive yourself for being negative or forgive yourself for being angry or whatever it was and then move forward instead of reflecting on it and letting it bring you down.
1: Yeah. I think something too, because the next thing we wanted to talk about is how like now that you're transitioning into a full adult like a real adult, when you aren't depending on your parents' money anymore and you're the one paying your bills, mi- maybe minus the health care because I'm pretty sure you yeah, don't well, do that until you're like 25. <laughs> yeah,
0: we both are on our parents' insurance until 25. We're 25.
1: Um, yeah, so two more years. That's a little scary mm-hmm. to think about. But um, you have just have so much responsibility now that it can cause stress getting in the way of your work And then that can also affect your mental state and how you act towards others. And I also heard something recently that I'm definitely going to start implementing. I heard it today, actually. I think it was in one of the books I'm reading on Audible. But it said that you need to have your work revolve around your life, not your life revolve around your work. And I was like, oh, I definitely have my work. I mean, my life revolve around my work because my life is my work. So it's kind of confusing. You know what I mean?
0: Well, I, th- I understand what you're saying, though. But
1: I need to like work and I need to post things when it's convenient for yeah. me and not get stressed out if I didn't get an Instagram post up every single day. Yeah. Like that truly, genuinely stresses me out because I feel like I need to be so consistent because I'm fighting to get to like this place in yeah. my like career that I'm pursuing right now that I want to be in. For like then to open bigger opportunities for me for other things I want to accomplish. So sorry about these landscapers outside. They decided to come to our apartment complex at like the worst time possible. (laughs) But um, yeah, it's just stressful thinking about those goals and then that gets me stressed out so then sometimes I get in a really bad mood or I get really overwhelmed but I don't Mm -hmm. want Colin to know that I'm stressed out because I don't want to inflict any emotions onto him that I have so then I bottle things up and then in return he knows something's wrong with me and then I won't tell him what's wrong with me because I don't want him to be affected by why I'm so stressed out but then he does get affected because I'm not telling him what's wrong with me and then in his head he's like wait did I do something to make her upset and then it's just like this ripple effect when in me reality like i could just say i am stressed out because of this yeah. and he could like talk me down and help me you yeah, know
0: it's one of those things that uh we like it's like communication it's so important mm-hmm. and it's it happens all the time you know it's one of those things where like we get self-conscious and don't want to open up about things yeah and everyone does that and it's not just like bianca like i do it too and we both have those moments and i think that's something moving forward that we've talked a lot about and like all the time and just how it's just important to be supportive whenever like someone has something they need to talk about and then mm-hmm. not criticize because then that just makes everything worse
1: or also just like sympathize and yeah. not try and problem solve which is something that you do mm-hmm. that it's like a lot of males do this is when people say something that is upsetting them mm-hmm. a male tries to problem solve more mm-hmm. than empathize they're like okay well here's how you fix it instead yeah. of sometimes people just want like you to like cry with them and be like man, that sucks. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah. And so like I think it's good to recognize the difference between that and know like sometimes when people are stressed out, they just might need you to um, comfort them and validate their stress mm-hmm. first for a little bit before you try and help them problem solve because they might be so emotionally caught up in that moment that trying to problem solve is only going to make them more emotionally stressed out because then they're just thinking of like what they need to be doing instead of experiencing their feelings in that moment validating them and knowing that it's okay to have emotions but then like it's like that one quote that's like you can be emotionally dramatic for five minutes and then you have to I think there's like a cuss word in this it's like you have to like get your ish together after Mm -hmm. that and be a grown-up it's there's like a quote like that i didn't say it right
0: yeah it's the same thing with like if something's like bothering you you're supposed to like take like a day and like if after that if you're still like letting it impact you then like that's a problem you know yeah or if it's um like obviously there's certain circumstances where it's different and um It's okay to be sad for a little longer and like process things and really work everything out like we're talking about more smaller level uh problems Mm -hmm. and like stress and stuff like that like it's okay to be upset but then you have to be able to snap yourself out of it Mm -hmm. um but one thing that i kind of want to touch on real quick is to go back to what you were talking about with like the uh work what was the quote again with let it revolving
1: Oh, your work should revolve around your life. Your life shouldn't revolve around your work.
0: Yeah, I think that's super important and super cool is just the work-life balance and just also balancing everything else in with it because you also need to have time. Like me and Bianca always work really hard to make sure that we have time with one another. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's like one of our biggest priorities is to make sure that that's a thing and not letting work. Intervene into that time, even if there's like certain stuff where you feel like it has to happen, like you need to section it out and do it in that time that you have allotted for it Mm -hmm. and not let like work overtake everything else. You know, I think that's super cool. I don't know. I just really wanted to talk about that for a second.
1: As far as being patient, I've heard this quote before and I've been trying to think about it this whole time. So I just looked it up on Pinterest Mm -hmm. and it says, Just because it hasn't happened yet doesn't mean that it never will.
0: Yeah. Well, I and I mean, and also just realizing where you're at. Like Mm -hmm. even right now, like I'm 23 and Bianca's twenty-two, about to be twenty-three in like a month. And
1: I can't wait to be twenty-three.
0: It's so easy to think I'm twenty-three and I want this now. But it's like, dude, most people who are like super successful, it takes them a long time to get there. And it's just remembering that. Mm -hmm. Um, one more thing that we have to talk about before we jump into some questions is about taking a break and Mm -hmm. knowing that it's okay to take a break and we don't mean like for days on end or anything like that we mean like
1: we mean like a soul-searching sunday mm
0: -hmm. well yeah i think it's good i like that yeah i think it's good to have sundays me and bianca actually just talked about this we are planning now to have sundays be work free um
1: work free and
0: and we're going to start going to church. We're
1: going to start going to church. Because mm-hmm. if you guys don't know, Colin and I are, in fact, religious yeah. people.
0: We just haven't really talked about it that much.
1: No, because it's kind of an awkward topic to yeah. bring up. But we do do the religion.
0: Well, yeah. We just don't want to be, like, pushy or anything like that with it. No, because, because you know, like, like believe what you want to has, Yeah, exactly. Um, But anyways, going back to that, like, having a day every week where you can, like, give yourself a breather and not feel like you have to stress yourself out and mm-hmm. like work that day as well like it's good to take a break it's just like if you're going to the gym all the time you need a, a break for your muscles you also need like breaks for your mind like you have to think Ooh, about it like that that was good yeah i know i thought so right that really <laughs> i felt good. really good when it was like when i finally yeah. said it i was like yeah i'm awesome <laughs> do, you know, do you know what
1: else felt really good what? we were talking about church today in the kitchen mm-hmm. when i was like right after breakfast It was right when we decided that we're going to stay in Charlotte for another year and Mm -hmm. rent a house here with a yard for a dog. Yeah. And I was like, I just feel the need to tell you guys this. I was like, okay, so on Sundays – we can wake up, go to church, come back, get our dog, and then go for a walk around Mm -hmm. South End because all the houses that I'm looking at are near like Noda, South End, Uptown area. Mm -hmm. And I'm actually kind of glad that we're staying in Charlotte for another year because I've always wanted to live in that area. Mm -hmm. It was just like, we couldn't afford an apartment in that area, but we can afford to rent a small little cute house. Yeah. The houses with the blue doors. Hint.
0: Yeah. And like even, not even just... um, a certain day during the week, but also realizing even during a day, like mm-hmm. you don't have to feel like you have to work every single minute of every single day mm-hmm. because you just don't. You need to have certain times of the day where like you can go to the gym. Mm-hmm. You need to have certain times of the day where... Um, You have like time with your loved one if you have a loved one, or you have time just to yourself, like Mm -hmm. just you time and without your phone. Exactly, without your phone, you need to have some time without your phone, even if it's like an hour to an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. You need to be like present in the moment, doing something that you enjoy, and know that that's okay. Like, you shouldn't feel bad at all for sectioning off like an hour to an hour and a half of time, or I would say an hour. To two and a half to three hours is like the max.
1: And if you think you don't, okay, wait, three hours? That's a lot of time. That's
0: why I said max. Like, okay. I, don't, I don't really know, you know, it's kind of hard to gauge, but just, just knowing that you should have some time every single day for yourself mm-hmm. and to it be okay with It looks different for everyone. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I was like three hours. Well,
0: if it's like you're eating during that time too, because it's kind of like what happens with eating dinner,
1: like little show after. Yeah, Yeah. okay, that is true. But also for everyone who is like, I do not have enough time in the day. Like, yes, you do.
0: Yeah, and it's actually about prioritizing Mm -hmm. because it's so easy to say that you don't have enough time. And me and Bianca could even tell ourselves that we don't have enough time because of like how much work we're doing. But that's just not the case because. I'm going to make sure that I have time. Mm -hmm.
1: It's time batching. You have to batch your work and like what you need to do each day into little time batches Mm -hmm. and lay out realistic time blocks throughout the day and just get everything done. And don't over spread yourself thin with what you need to do that day. Like when you're making your to-do list, be really realistic of like, okay, am I actually going to get to get that done today? And then write it down, check it off. It'll feel really good. And then do it in your little, little time batches.
0: Yeah, but that's super important. Always Mm -hmm. remember that you deserve it.
1: Yeah. Okay, so for motivational quote of the day, I have seen this little cute in your 20s quote on Pinterest literally all the time. So I'm just going to read it to you guys. It says, in your 20s, your 20s are your selfish years. It's a decade to immerse yourself in every single thing possible. Be selfish with your time and all the aspects of you. Tinker with shit, travel, explore, love a lot, love a little, and never touch the ground. It's just like,
0: yeah, I think that's cool. And that kind of helps like revolve around what we were talking about too.
1: Yeah. I just, yeah, I like it. Okay. So I asked on both Instagrams, the easy way or hard way podcast and mine, just in case some people don't follow the pod. I want you guys to still have like a fair opportunity to ask some questions. So I'm just gonna read them off and we'll switch off. So Emily dot star. Hey girl. Oh my gosh, wait, we like Emily Starr. (laughs) I know Emily Starr.
0: Oh, really?
1: Yeah, isn't it that guy's girlfriend? I don't know. Hold on, guys, just wait a second. Yeah. Oh, it is. Okay, yeah, 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 that's right. I was like, Emily Starr, we know her. I
0: was about to say the name sounded kind of familiar, but I was like, where is it? Yeah, okay,
1: we know her. (laughs) I know him. (laughs) We shouted her out. (laughs) Okay, how do you stop and enjoy your life in your 20s like before kids and marriage? Hustle culture.
0: Um, before kids and marriage. So I guess it's just so me and Bianca are getting married soon. So and that's in like a year. Oh um, over a year. Yeah. That's exciting. Mm-hmm.
1: But on okay, enjoying your twenties before kids and marriage, I would say one, if you can travel, travel. And to accomplish all your personal goals before you have kids. So write down a list of things you absolutely want to achieve before you have kids and get those done because you don't want to live life in resentment if you never get the opportunity to do that because that's not what is accessible once you have kids Mm -hmm. or it's not realistic. Um, I would say go out on dates, go do fun things. Yeah, well, I would say
0: just prioritize your time just like pretty much how we were talking about a lot of this episode don't feel strapped and feel like this is i'm 20 and i have to work super hard right now to make sure i get to where my goal is because it's so easy to feel like you have to like kill yourself working and that's Mm -hmm. just not the case like make sure you have time every day where you can enjoy yourself and then like a day a week where you can go out and do something really fun you know Mm -hmm. and even saving money to the point where you can afford to like go out and do that like that's important too like managing that stuff it's all about like being able to manage your time and your money to do what you want so like
1: it's kind of like the other quote but it's
0: it's like scheduling and strategizing you have to like have a strategy and a schedule behind it i think in order to achieve it
1: yeah but i feel like in your 20s instead of living to work you should be working to live yeah you know what i mean like working to go like live your life yeah okay i need to do this this and that yeah i feel like that's what we do too but like we do what we can do so we can go out and do fun things yeah you know so i feel like that's a good way and just to be unapologetically yourself and not care what other people think about you or um if i mean regardless of what people say or not there's going to be people out there who don't like you or who say stuff about you but why would you waste your time on them yeah you know like only surround yourself with the people who well, to have your back no matter what, and tune out everyone else. Mm-hmm. It's like tuning out the background noise, and just you're the star of your show.
0: Yeah, be a, be willing to focus on yourself more.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so this next question is from my friend Jesse, actually. And do you want to read it?
0: Sure, I'll read it. What do I want to be when I grow up? LOL. Still don't know.
1: I still don't. Okay, if I'm being completely honest, I I literally have six different ideas of what I want to be when I grow up. Like I plan on always documenting my life online, but this isn't it for me. Like I just know that there's more for me. And I have like six different things that I want to like combine into one. And I just like this past week had another idea of like something huge that I wanted to do. And I think that like you have to grow up to know what you want to be to grow up.
0: You know what I was thinking about? Well even just now this has me thinking about it. Huh. Um I think it's different dependent upon who you are and dependent upon like what you want to do. Because I think if you're like a creative person Mm -hmm. and you're an inventive person, I don't think there's ever one specific thing that you're going to be when you grow up. Mm -hmm. Um, I think like, for example, I don't think we're ever going to stop making this podcast. Mm -hmm. So that means when we grow up, we're going to be podcasters you know what i mean like mm-hmm. and then but there's other things too that we want to pursue and i think like once you achieve something then and you feel really good about it and you're willing to move on then you can move on to something else i think a lot of people end up like changing and evolving yeah i yeah. don't think you have to be one cemented thing, you know? And a lot of people kind of get into that headspace where you think you have to. And that's why I said, I don't know, because from my perspective, this is what I think. I think that I'm always going to be evolving into something different. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, I know what I want to do when I grow up. Like, I want to make movies for a living. But I think along the road to that path, there, i'm gonna be multiple different things like right now i'm like directing music videos and then i'm doing this podcast and mm-hmm. but there's also tons of goals along the way that you're, you you want to hit so i think it's just like tackling what you want and then moving forward after that
1: mm-hmm. you know it's and, and, like finding what works for you in that season of life
0: mm-hmm.
1: like i you just don't have to be one thing yeah i think it's more fun to live a life that you're multiple things yeah you know i think so too okay um. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> next question is from Jay Hong eight five seven, and she said, "How do I save money when I want a trendy, social, aesthetic lifestyle? Because that is not cheap. I'm trying to budget, but being in my young twenties, I value seeing my friends after work, going out on some weekends, and having a cute apartment. Help." It's hard. It's hard.
0: We struggle with that as well, and I mean, it's just I think. I, I think, think it's... I, okay, here's my opinion. Then I'll let you go, Bianca. Sorry. It's fine. <laughs> um, I think you have to be willing to sacrifice buying certain things. And so think about what you really need first. And then think about what you want.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And get what you need first. Then with the money that you have left pick and choose on the things that you want. And I think, I don't know, I think it's just how it has to go because so many times we can end up buying a lot of things that we want and then not have enough money for things that we need. So if you're doing something right now, like maybe you should cut back on buying something. Like maybe just for a random example, maybe you spend too much money on renting movies or something. So maybe, I'm just saying, like, so then maybe you would, I do that. (laughs) So then maybe you would need to cut back a little bit on that and then you would have a little bit more money to go out with your friends you know what i mean stuff like that like figure out where you can cut a corner and start saving more money maybe you get too much starbucks coffee maybe you get like three cups of coffee a week and each one's like four bucks that's twelve dollars a week that you're spending and that just keeps adding up maybe it's even more you never know like there's always something that you're spending money on that you're not thinking about
1: mm-hmm. that and also like there is it really cute knockoffs on like Amazon and at Marshall's and uh, Home Goods and all that stuff that look like the expensive versions, mm-hmm. you know? And even shop on Etsy. I found so many good things on Etsy that are so much cheaper than like what it would be on the Urban Outfitters website. You know what I mean? Because it's small individual businesses trying to sell things that they'll sell. So I think that there's always like a way to work around. And also like, There's Poshmark. You can sell your clothes and buy clothes. There's Rent the Runway where you can rent clothes. You can go to H&M, Forever 21. I can't even begin to tell you how many times like my family and I talk about this, like the girls in my family, how like my aunt will buy something that was more expensive and then she goes to H&M and sees literally like the same exact thing and it's uh, like $100 cheaper. This is just an example. Yeah. But there's just like places where you could be shopping at versus, and I know it's nice to have like the nice real thing. Like would we all like to have a restoration hardware cloud couch? Absolutely. But I know that there's so many knockoffs Yeah. that look just the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was probably a bad example too.
0: No, I think that's a good example.
1: But um, I think it's just realizing that like, then it's okay to, Go for the even, knockoffs.
0: But it's like even being patient in that regard, mm-hmm. you know, like even being patient in that phase because we all want so many things. I want a freaking red camera, but I can't have a red camera right now. I don't have the money for it. Mm-hmm. And I also I also want a new car, but I also don't have the money for that right now either. And it's just realizing that you need to like you save and get to the point when you're ready to do it. That's what I'm doing right now, and then do those things. So, not feeling you know what I mean? Yeah, like especially if it's like a big name brand thing and stuff like that, you need to be able to save and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, so say, Ray, hey, hey, said how to plan for retirement. And if I'm being completely honest. I have not thought about retirement. You know,
0: that's... Yeah. I was about to say, um, just start saving. Yeah. Like, (laughs) like we're so young right now where, like, retirement is definitely not something that we're, like, thinking about.
1: Like, I'll start... Like, when my student loans are paid for and, like, all this stuff, like, then we'll start... Thinking about retirement.
0: Yeah, I think right now it's just save money. I think that's the only real thing you can do to start planning for retirement at the age we're at right now is literally just get in the habit of being able to save and being smarter with your money. That's like the easiest, most reasonable thing that you could do right now. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay. Etta London with a lot of ends. Okay.
0: Um when is my why going to be (laughs) no? What? When is my why going to be known? You
1: just read that. You just read that. Like you were four years old. You're like, when is my why going to be known?
0: But see, that's what it doesn't say known. That's why I was confused. It does say
1: no. I feel like she meant to say no. When is she going to figure out her why? Um, please leave that in that was hilarious yeah i know i'm
0: gonna <laughs> sometimes we have like just really bad speech we're actually impediments. doing really well so far yeah. that
1: i'm pretty sure he won't really have to edit this yeah. podcast so this might be an unedited cut it's podcast. okay
0: that'll be fun mm-hmm. um so when are you if the, if what you're asking is when are you gonna figure out what your why is mm-hmm. i think what you need to do is have that time that we talked about before where you're just literally reflecting on what's going on in your life Mm -hmm. um but But also
1: also you might not like it's like knowing what you want to do for a living or knowing what your end goal job is like you just will find it as you evolve as a person
0: yeah i think so too And
1: it might take sorry i don't mean no you're good it might take like some people longer than others Mm -hmm. and also you can have multiple whys like you can have a why from age 19 to 20 and then you can have a y from age 20 to 24 and then like you're you evolve and everyone else evolves around you so it's like no shock if your y's go from like one thing to another
0: yeah also one thing to consider and this is going to sound like a major debbie downer but i don't mean for it to be but it there's something that's commonly said along the lines of you have to get broken down to your absolute lowest before you figure out who you really are. Mm -hmm. And I believe that to be true. So I think that you just have to go through a lot and like get to the point where you're close to breaking and then you can really discover who you are and start going on that path. And I think that's, that's kind of like what all movies are in a way. Mm -hmm. And just in general, that's like how our lives go as well. Like you have to, go down a certain path and then it hits a dead end and then you figure out where you're supposed to be going Mm -hmm. um that's what I would say Uh,
1: yeah that's pretty good um okay so next is from Vivi Pena she said how did you get your parents to treat you like an adult
0: still working on it (laughs) in some regards I don't mean to sound disrespectful um I think it depends where you're at. So if you're still depending upon your parents. For
1: money. For money. They have complete control they have over have you control and they over, that. Yeah,
0: they have control over you. Mm-hmm. And it sucks, but it's a reality because they're the ones giving you money. Mm-hmm. So you have to pretty much appease them in a lot of ways in
1: this it's like in the same aspect of you're still living under their roof if they're giving you money and you need to respect that it's their roof
0: mm -hmm. i think that if you are an adult in terms of financially being on your own for the most part Mm -hmm. then you can have a conversation with your parents and you're gonna
1: have to have a conversation if you're if you are on your own yeah
0: if they're not not treating you the Mm -hmm. way you want in terms of like respecting your values and opinions and so on then you need to have a conversation with them. And you need to try and do it in as calm and a collected and respectful way as possible. But you have to have that conversation. Otherwise, nothing's going to change. And they're going to keep treating you that way.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Gilgalati. I don't know if that's how you say her last name. She said, why do I change my mind all the time? damn time about things I want to do with my life. We've like pretty much touched on this for the entire pod, but I just want to let you know that you're not alone, girl. I change my mind every single day, every single morning, every single av- like afternoon. Mm-hmm. And it just might be your personality type too, is that you're indecisive and want to do a bunch of different things, but just know it's okay. And honestly, I think that that's good because then you're always thinking about things. Yeah. And I'd rather be changing my mind all the time and always be like figuring myself out than just not really paying attention to what I'm thinking or what I'm feeling.
0: Yeah. Well, and another thing too is like, what are all the different things that you're switching back and forth on? Mm -hmm. Take a larger like bird's eye view at all the different things you're looking at, maybe even write them all down. And just overall, that could create a whole genre of like where you're destined to go mm-hmm. and if that's the case then i would feel good about that you mm-hmm. know what i mean like if it's all kind of similar and like the sphere of things where it's like not some of it's not like business and then the other thing is like playing video games you know what i mean like if yeah. it's if it's all kind of like how yours is mm-hmm. bianca then i feel like i would feel good about it because at least i'm thinking along the lines of similar things
1: yeah alexandra barter said "Post grad with that smiley face that's like upside down And, um, I mean, we did cover the Mm post-grad life situation, but my biggest advice is if you're still in college and if you don't have a job, I would get a job and I would start saving money. Yeah. For sure. Mm -hmm. And then know that if you have to go home and live with your parents for a couple months before you can get on your feet, not to be ashamed and to go live with your parents, because that's a smart move. Yeah. You need to save as much money as possible.
0: What's it say? Is it just post-grad? That's all it says? Yeah.
1: Just post-grad. Like,
0: oh Yeah. I think just.
1: But I love postgrad. Yeah,
0: I do too. I think. Yeah, I don't know. I would just say just start work- working on things to make sure that you're happy, mm-hmm. and start figuring yourself out in that sense. And also, like Bianca said, get a job, and just keep going from there.
1: Mm-hmm. Yoli Marg with two A's said budgeting crying emoji. <laughs> <laughs> if I I could add another crying emoji. Yeah, to we relate to that budget. just it's, because
0: it's we're hard. in this. Sp- since right now we're trying to save money and it's, it's a challenge.
1: Yeah, we're for the next like two years definitely going to be doing mindful spending. Yeah. Um, we used to do like date nights every week. We've kind of cut back because we're mindful spending now. Mm-hmm. And like the other day we had a date night at Buffalo Wild Wings and then went to see a movie.
0: And that was cheaper. It was literally cheaper dates. than like
1: a hundred dollar date with like drinks at this fancy yeah. place. And I had the best time. That was one of my favorite date nights we've ever had. Me too. So it's not necessarily about the materialistic things in life. Yeah. It's more about just making yourself happy in whatever way is possible. But you also, I think, need to like lay out a budgeting plan and um, like whatever works best for you and be realistic about it.
0: Mm hmm. And just realize what you can cut back on. You know, what you don't need.
1: Make sure you read her name.
0: Um, Marissa underscore B. How to figure out to move to a new city after graduation?
1: Okay, so I feel like if you're getting a job in a new city and you have financial stability and... The, the confidence in your financial stability to move there, I would go for it. It's fun to experience new things. I feel like you'd learn a lot about yourself. I obviously can't speak to it because we still live in Charlotte, North Carolina, but I would say there's also no rush. Like in retrospect, you have a lot of years ahead of you and a lot of time to experience those new things. And if it's more smart for you to go home and live with your parents for a couple years and save money and establish yourself and have financial backing before you move, then I definitely think that's smart. And everyone's different. You just have to evaluate your situation for yourself. And Colin and I are literally experiencing that right now. Like We want to move so bad and experience something new so bad. We've lived here forever, it feels like. I we both want to go and we're both ready to go, but it, personally, in our opinion, we don't think it's financially smart for us to go yet. So you just have to honestly be like a mature adult about it. And
0: yeah, we definitely just need to save money first before we go. That's the thing um, that I think Bianca's really trying to touch on is that we're not in the spot where we have money saved, prepared. For that, you know?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I think that's pretty much the most important thing with that.
1: Mm -hmm. Um. Okay. Oops, I just went off of it. Next thing is from Mackenzie Mariski. And she said, the post-college struggle, motivation, job search, career search, feeling lost. So, we've touched on everything but job searching. Mm -hmm. And so... We both have different jobs, which we've never had to search for, but I do think that it's okay to not be doing your dream job the first, like, 10 years after college, you know? I feel like you have to go through the, like, hard times to get to the good times and know that, like, there's no way you're going to come out and be, like, the CEO of Nasty Gal right away. You know, like everyone's seen that show Girl Boss, where she just like, you know what I mean? But like it's okay to like experience jobs that you don't love and then learn what you did like about them, what you didn't like about them and then search for something else and also build up your resume and just kind of have like backing for yourself and credibility for yourself and that'll help you get to the dream job that you want. Mm -hmm. But just know like I think that it's okay if you don't even have your dream job until you're like 35.
0: Yeah, um, in regards later. to the motivation thing, I think just putting into practice a lot of the things that we share on the podcast and mm-hmm. making it a habit will really help with the motivation.
1: And feeling lost, I would just know that it's okay because yeah. like, I feel like everyone's experiencing some
0: lostness.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Is that a word? Lostness. <laughs> okay, um, here you go.
0: Where am I at? Okay, I decay. what to do with my life with a 23 with a communications degree, want to open a studio. This is nearly cooling.
1: And she said, content, but not feasible right now. Wait, what? Studio, uh, she gave us like two responses. Okay, actually, but so you want to open something, but it's not feasible right now. I have the same problem. There is something I want to open, but I can't Mm -hmm. because-
0: it just takes it hard just, work and effort to get there. Yeah. It's just not, I don't
1: even have enough money to open what I want to open right now. Yeah. So with that being said.
0: I want the same thing. Like I also mm-hmm. want to like be able to have my own studio for like filmmaking. But mm-hmm. like I can't be there right now either. So we both understand what's going on.
1: Yeah. And then with that, we are both trying to work as hard as we can in other areas of our life that are working right now in order to, like, build up that possibility for our future one day. Yeah. And it, who knows how long it'll take. It could take, in, like, 10 years from now. It could take five years or it could take, like, 15. But as long as each day you put in, like, something positive that will help you get to that route, I think that you're on a good path.
0: You should read the compound effect.
1: Yeah, you should read the compound effect. We I think that's a so that
0: great answer to this problem.
1: hmm Okay. Hiccup Haley said, how to mentally prepare myself to graduate, move, and get a new job. I honestly don't think you can do mental preparation for that. I think you have to experience it. Maybe mentally prepare yourself that a lot of things in your life are going to change.
0: I think just, I would say that you have to be, you have to be okay with it because you can't do anything about it. And I don't mean that to sound rude or negative Mm -hmm. in any way. I just mean that it literally is pointless after a certain time to dawn on it anymore and to let it bring you down anymore, you should have a little bit of time to experience it. But after a certain point, you're only feeding into something you can't change. And there's no point in being super upset about things you can't change. Think about what you're going to do that's going to make you happy. That involves that. So like maybe you are going to have like weekly, FaceTimes with your friends, you know what I mean? Something like that. Like think about ways that it's still going to be okay and Mm -hmm. start thinking about like maybe there's a friend you're going to see where you're moving that you could reconnect with stuff like that. Like think about things that are actually going to be beneficial from it. Don't only focus on the things that you're losing or the things that are problematic.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay. So the next one is from Miranda Nicole 97 and she said, what's your advice for saving for an apartment? So here's what I did. Like five months before Colin and I even moved here, I wanted to go look at apartments so we can decide what apartment we wanted to move into. And then I wanted to know exactly what floor plan we wanted to move into. And I wanted to know what the average rent was for that apartment. And then from there, after that, and incorporating how much that's going to cost, we wrote down literally every single thing that we need and that we buy. Like food, pre-workout, clothes, and budgeted that whole thing out and knew like, you know, Mm -hmm. how much that was going to cost. And then I literally started saving so much money. I started saving like before I even left college because I knew I wanted to be in an apartment with Colin one day sooner rather than later. Um, But I think that something really important is, and I know people say like, don't go tour apartments until like a month before you want to move in. But I don't think so. I think if this is your first apartment that you're moving into, go figure out how much it's going to be, including gas and everything. And then start like- Accurately saving enough money to where you're financially stable to be able to move in and have those months Like and know that you're going to be able to pay for each month and this and that and then everything else that you want to buy And then still have extra money to spend on food and miscellaneous things that happen You know I think it's a good idea to figure out the apartment figure out the cost and then leave yourself months after that to save Yep because that's exactly what we did and that's probably what I'm going to do for our house hunting when we start renting a house mm-hmm. is I already have my eye on houses and um, they're currently taken. But if they by chance become available in November, I'm going to like hop on that. You know what I mean? And I already know how much they cost. Okay. Um. um let's see. Okay. Last one. This is by Taylo.Anne. She said, how not to feel like my schedule controls me and not me controlling my schedule. Wait, did I say how to not feel like? Mm-hmm. Okay, so to how? Okay, basically, how do you control your schedule and not let your schedule control you? I think it's just accurately set up your days that are realistic and like schedule things that are realistic.
0: Yeah, also another thing... It depends what your situation is, you know? Like, if mm-hmm. you're working a lot and that's what the problem is, or if you're telling people yes too many times to things you might not really want to do. And that can be a huge problem. A lot of the times, I had to go through a phase where I was saying yes to way too many people and agreeing to doing way too many things all the time because I felt bad anytime I would say no. Mm-hmm. And I got myself into a situation where I spread myself way too thin working on way too many things, trying to help people with way too many different things and not having enough time for yourself. So if that's you, you need to start being able to say no and just know that it's in respect to you being happy. And that's not an issue at all or something you should feel bad about. And that took me a long time to learn that. If it has to do with work, then maybe have certain days off when you're not working take time to do something that you enjoy you know what i mean it's kind of like what we were talking about before mm-hmm. you manage the time that you're not working if you are confined to like certain hours and if you work for yourself then schedule out when you're going to work each day and when you're going to have good time each day you know like time for yourself
1: honestly people just need to start listening to Gary Vee.
0: yeah i love garyvee
1: i think if you're not listening to Gary garyvee you need to mm-hmm personally i agree he can answer so many questions you have and he'll motivate you and like listen to us too and a lot of what we like feed our energy off is gary v
0: mm-hmm. so
1: it's just a it's just a really good suggestion in my opinion
0: yeah plus no matter what you make time for things that are important to you
1: i love that quote i'm mm-hmm. pretty sure i said that last
0: week it was said last week i just literally <laughs> a couple weeks it ago. Yeah. it was like two weeks ago that's but funny yeah i think that answers all our questions right
1: yeah i feel like i'm starving
0: i am too i'm so hungry right now oh my gosh i literally
1: asked Colin if he wanted me to make him lunch and he said no
0: well it's because i did i just didn't but now i'm really hungry
1: okay well it looks like we're about to eat lunch at like i mean dinner at like four <laughs>
0: yeah i hope you guys were able to take something away from this podcast um or even
1: just leave a little bit motivated
0: yeah and if you guys want just like practice some of this stuff like Anybody that has any questions, you can drop them on another one and we'll feel free to respond and answer. Mm-hmm. Um, we got some really exciting stuff coming up. I'm super excited. Something that is coming is the Enneagram.
1: So yeah.
0: Be on, ready for that. It's going to be really cool and really fun to talk about. And we out. We out. That is a wrap for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen and better yourself today.
1: And make sure you don't forget to leave a review and rate our podcast so we can reach as many people as possible. We seriously can't wait to read the reviews you guys leave. I'm so excited. But that's all for today. The The easy way way or
0: the hard way. way.